This is LCR. It's a new episode premiering on the Rat Pack Podcast Network. Uh, much like Top Shelf, this is a different type of show. This is more politically driven, uh, where we talk about more important issues, still with the humorous land. We don't want to get too serious about it. Uh, I'm joined by Rex. Hola. And by Cowboy. Yeehaw. Now, LCR is, uh, is a game that I actually learned from Cowboy. It's uh, called Left, Center, Right. It's a dice game. But so we adapted that to uh, Left, Center, Right, which is pretty much, I think we got the gamut pretty well covered here, where uh, Rex is a little more left. Cowboy's more right, and I'm a little more centered. I'm not left. You're not left? No. Well, what do you think you are? I'm smart, and everybody else is ignorant. Okay, sounds left. How about you, Rex? Wow, sounds, <laughs> How about you, Cowboy? So, you sound... You <laughs> s- wait, he sounds like the liberal media. The, the elite you know? liberal media. Yeah, yeah, liberal right. media. <laughs> I, I would, the, I would, the biased liberal media. Yes, yes. yes I would say I'm a little bit more for the people working hard to make society work oh, properly. Right. Oh, oh, yes, you're right. That have nothing to do with politics and should stay out of it. <laughs> So, speaking of the liberal media, uh, in the media right now, or it's kind of a big deal, is uh, Rush Limbaugh. He had a, a faux pas, it was about a week or two ago now. Oh, they caught him with a kid finally? <laughs> no, he was talking about kids, I guess, in a roundabout sort of way. He does, yeah. Uh, there, was a, there was a girl, uh, Sandra Fluke, who went uh, in front of Congress, I guess, to talk about... Who was nine years old? No. <laughs> oh. No. No? Uh, this uh, She's actually a, a law student from, I forget where, but uh, she was talking about how contraception is needed for women and that she it should be covered under healthcare plans. And uh, Rush Limbaugh turned this into a thing, and I, I got some sound bites here. What does it say about the college co-ed Susan Fluke, who goes before a congressional committee and essentially says that she must be paid to have sex? What does that make her? It makes her a slut, right? Makes her a prostitute. She wants to be paid to have sex. So that kind of got him in a little bit of trouble. The clip goes on to say that, uh, and he kind of he fucks up at this point where he says, "So if she's a prostitute, what does that make us? That makes us the pimps." Yeah. And then he's like, "Wait, wait, no, I think that makes us Johns." He kind of gets confused by his own analogy and then uh-huh. backs off. All right, she's not a slut. She's a, a round heel, which is, I guess, an old-fashioned way of is saying. Is it just slut. me, or does he sound like Christopher Walken with way too much espresso? Hmm. No. Is it just me, or I mean, you get paid to have sex, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> all right, just a little quicker. Okay, not, not, with the, with the pauses, a little less uh, intense, a little less pausing, a little less fluid, right? Maybe a little more fluid. All right, yeah. So, what do you think about that? I'll, I just. From hearing that clip. Well, I love Christopher Walken. <laughs> I, I like Christopher Walken. Too. He's a, a damn guy. good tap dancer, too. He's yeah. A good guy. Yeah, it's a great, great video he did that one time. He once had to hide a stopwatch. Yeah. Up his ass. Up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think it's more of a little vomit of the mouth on the spot. And I think he probably realized that uh, why he was trying to backtrack is uh, he did vomit of the mouth. I mean, many radio people, radio personalities out there uh, have vomit of the mouth. I mean, uh, look at John and Ken when, uh, you know, they got kicked off the radio for uh, a week and a half or something like that by uh, calling Whitney Houston a crack whore. Right, I did, um, I did hear about that. It's uh, you, you know, when you get so passionate about something, I'm more um, agreeable you, to that. You sort of vomit of the what, mouth. What Rich Lumbaugh said. <laughs> you want the guy to get kicked off the two? No, guys? no, I'm saying uh, what the way you said crack whore comment. No, I'm just saying calling Whitney Houston a crack whore is. More, no, that was John and Ken called Whitney Houston a crack whore. Oh, okay. Well, well, I'm saying that's more accurate than I think what Rush. Well, absolutely. But there's well, certain yeah. things. <laughs> the, the greatest thing about podcasts and this right here, this setting right here, is we're not governed by the FCC. 
Right. Okay. So we can call Whitney Houston or crack or not get kicked off our podcast. Right. Uh, <laughs> we can call people paid or unpaid sluts and not have to backtrack and, and, and suck in our words from to try and not get in trouble anymore. Right. Uh, than we already are. I think he said what he had to say. I believe he believes what he said was in his mind true. Right. Um, and he believes that wholeheartedly. And I think the reason why he was backtracking on the radio is because he realized, oh shit, I shouldn't have said that on the air on a syndicated radio show that's heard around the United States. Right. Um, I'm going to get in trouble for this, which is probably, is that why he wasn't on the radio today? Uh, he, he had, not on today? He had a fill-in host today. I think it was Mark Stein, the, uh, the undocumented immigrant, uh, fill-in host. Oh, is that right? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I did not know that. I but, I, no, as far as I know, he has not been kicked off the air yet. A lot, he has lost a lot of advertisers because of this, uh, just because they don't want to be associated with him. And, and that's kind of a, a big thing with this whole, I guess, controversy that happened. I don't, I don't think it's that much of a controversy when it comes to Rush Limbaugh, because if you compare this to the many, many flippant things that he's said in the past, mm-hmm. um, I'm surprised it's this. I'm really surprised at this. I mean, it's just saying, you know, you know, equating Obama to a monkey and saying he's a affirmative action president. And there's, there's a number of different things that he said that have either been sexist, racist, racist, uh, chauvinist, just, um, non PC, horrible. Not, I wouldn't even say horrible. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't even say PC. I would say malicious. Cause it's one thing to, to be a person and say something PC cause you don't know any better and you're ignorant of social standards. But this guy says stuff with, with malice. He says stuff on purpose to, to piss people off. And because he, he knows it's going to be contentious and he's, it's going to get him higher ratings. Whereas other people that may or may not say something that's PC or not, um, that's cause, they don't know any better in a lot of circumstances. It was like, oh, well, dang, it's not, hey, calm down. It's not, you shouldn't say shit like that. And there's always a friend cringing behind them. But this guy <laughs> says it on purpose. He very, knows very better. Very familiar with that, by the way. He knows better. Very familiar with that feeling. I would have to say I'm familiar with that. <laughs> I would, I would say, yeah, he skirts, he skirts the edges on, uh, and maybe even crosses the line on some things that, uh, should be said on the radio and not said on the radio, but he believes in what he says. Well, he, um, of course, and, he has to. Exactly. So does this paranoid now, schizophrenic. It doesn't make it right. Ex- <laughs> exactly. But who's to say he's right or, or not right? You, know, you got two sides of the coin. One side, there's a bunch of people out there that are going to believe he is right. And then there's a bunch of people out there that believe he's wrong. Uh, now he's losing sponsors or something like that. He ain't going to go nowhere. He's got such a big show. He can lose a few sponsors. There's more sponsors that are going to come yep. in. But if being right and wrong were uh, purely a matter of public opinion, then that uh, would be a horrible rule to live in. Because Well, we live in that rule every single day. I disagree. You disagree? disagree okay, somebody believes that uh, Obama's doing the wrong thing. Uh, somebody believes Obama's doing the right thing. It's a matter of opinion. It is a matter of opinion in, in the sense that it's votes. And and that way they think that they produce the most justice. But a lot of goes in, a lot of framing goes into that. A lot of advertising goes into that. A lot of message control goes into that. And it's not simply the action that's being judged. It's the way that the action is presented to the public so that they have the, they think they have the liberty of judging it in the first place. Now you can ask really fucked up questions like, well, uh, if you're trying to see what kind of approval rating Obama has, and you say, you go, well, do you think that Obama's failed to America? Okay, that that begs the question. 
whether or not he's failed America, not whether or not he's a good president. And, and a lot of times when I'm saying framing, that's what happens to the message out there. Do, if you ask about what Rush Limbaugh said was right or wrong, you could say, do you think it's right or wrong, plain and simple? And then you get a more genuine opinion because it's more open-ended. But if you go, well, do you think that girl is a slut yes. for asking uh, for birth control to be funded by public health care? Uh, and do you think Rush Limbaugh is wrong to say that? Hmm. You're going to get a completely different different opinion because you're begging the question I, I i personally think anybody whether you pay for it or not or public health care pays for it or not uh, if you're going to get birth control so that you can go out and have sex with anybody you want and not get pregnant you're a slut that's hmm. the way i believe in it okay okay now health uh now now birth control does more than just keep people from getting pregnant okay being married and no when somebody's off birth control they're hormones their cycle their their bodies can change just by not being on birth control right when they're on birth control there's a lot of other uh, uh vitamins and, and sustainable stuff in birth control that keeps their body on a regular cycle so that way they have norm some sort of normalcy in their life that when people get off birth control their body starts going out of whack yeah birth okay. control has a lot more uses than just for birth control. Exactly. Right? Like for the regulating of the period but and all that stuff. You get female sluts out there that get on birth control day after pills and stuff like that so they can go out there and be floozies and stuff like that. Now, whether... The, Thank God the, for them, by the way. Yeah, yeah well, I, I don't see... <laughs> I, see, this is why I'll use this word slut and whore for this podcast because I'm referring to the word slut and whore. But in reality, I never use those words because I feel like they're misused all the time. Most of the time when you hear... Uh, a guy use the word slut or whore. It's basically he's referring to a girl who's he's upset that won't fuck him. And and if <laughs> and if a girl's using the word, then most of the time it's that slut or whore that is getting more attention than she is, and it's really an envious thing. Now, if you want to really like examine the words slut and whore um, to refer to somebody, then I'd have to say you'd really have to conf confine the definition to to describe a very specific type of person, a very specific type of psychology that's out there of a person who has sex with people indiscriminately because some kind of psychological trauma. And, and that oh. may or may not be a slut or a whore. That's, but, that's further than the, I would go even. Just, I would think just sex indiscriminate makes you a slut. Trauma or not, if you're indiscriminate with the p people you have sex with and the number of people you have sex with, then I think that would make you a slut. Slut or a whore. Yeah, exactly. Well, well then, then it's no sex is really indiscriminate, so then nobody's a slut or a whore. Well, indiscriminate as in I'm, I'm going to a bar and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck somebody. It doesn't matter who it is. It's going to be somebody here. Well, somebody it, there that fits a certain standard. Yeah, right? well, eventually, if you do find somebody that happens to be there, yeah, okay, I like this person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have sex with them. Besides, uh, oh, it's the end of the night. Hey, you, come over here. Yeah. Yeah, but, but who I, the fuck I, does that? I think yeah, I, 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 how many, how many girls do you know that actually do that? How many girls have you ever ran into that actually do that? Watch Campus PD. What's watch it? Watch Campus PD. It's like cops, but it's Campus PD, and you watch these little parties and stuff on Campus PD, or even Girls Gone Wild. I mean, I think most of those girls that are throwing themselves uh, and Girls Gone Wild uh, are, are acting like sluts. Whether they are sluts or not, they're portraying themselves on TV yeah, as sluts. But, I mean, most of the time they're not sleeping with anybody. How do you and, know that? And the majority of the time, even if they are sleeping with somebody, I would have to say that it's Girls Gone Wild paying somebody to do that. I mean, it's it's not them just So they're paid sluts. It. Huh? So they're paid sluts. 
Um, no, because that's a whore. That's, that's a prostitute. A, that's a prostitute. You're getting paid okay. for it. Yeah, it's different. Now, the, the the problem that I have with well, I have a lot of problems with what Rush said, but the calling her a slut and a prostitute, uh, a prostitute that just doesn't make sense to me. No, because it's it's paying for the birth control. It's not paying for her sex. Of course, it's a byproduct of of the birth control, but it's not. They're not paying her for sex. Yeah, they're no. paying for the birth control itself, which exactly. I think should be. Uh, given praise for for somebody that's going to be responsible to have birth control i think it's a it's a very good thing even though there there was a stat that i that i heard that i think 98 percent of women are are on birth control Uh uh-huh and uh i I think that's fantastic i feel Uh, like i think birth control is perfectly fine yeah like i said it serves a lot of purposes not just having sex and not getting pregnant that's not even a guarantee yeah but i think that's the problem is just that rush uh labeled her a slut immediately and then and there's no evidence suggesting that she was asking for it so she could just go out and bang anybody it, it, she was a- saying that she thinks that, that it's a right that she should have that's a natural extension of, of the healthcare plan and that there's other purposes she's making the same argument w- that we are like these are the reasons why it's a good thing oh, and absolutely. it's not because i'm banging around well you know we have me and my wife and my family we have health benefits through my wife's work which we pay for okay and they cover birth control not all of it, but we got to pay our little copay and whatever right. for our prescriptions, and it's covered. So, you know, if, if we're going to have this faux pas of Obamacare thing going on, you know, public health care and stuff, why not? Why isn't it covered? So but by Russia's definition, then, then your wife would be a slut or a prostitute because she has birth control. No. What? That, that, I, I don't. I never said I agreed with it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah but we're saying, saying by Rush's definition, by Rush's your definition. definition. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, well, by Rush's that's definition. Yeah. No, I never said I agreed with it. Okay. Good. I I'm hope saying you there are <laughs> girls out there that go on uh, birth control and stuff, so they don't get pregnant, so they can be promiscuous and have sex with multiple guys and not have to. To, worry to be about honest, it. though, I don't. I don't know if those girls have that much foresight. <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't think they're going. You know what? I better take my pills because I'm just gonna go rampantly so fuck everybody me, in a so drunk <laughs> allergy. So while you're I black telling out. me that promiscuous girls, sluts, whores, whatever you want to call Would be them, promiscuous. They're promiscuous, all independent of just birth because control. just because they're promiscuous and slut and whores and stuff like that means they're stupid enough not to think of. Hey, I better take birth control because I don't want to get pregnant. I want to be promiscuous. How do I keep myself from getting pregnant? But I could still be promiscuous. You're saying they're stupid enough not to think about that. I think that they don't have the foresight. If they don't, if they don't have the foresight to go, well, maybe I shouldn't bang this dude, or maybe I should have a little bit more standards. Well, let's or, go back to what you said. Maybe have they have a mental thing where they have to have sex. <laughs> maybe, maybe they belong to this. Uh, uh, the, maybe they're female sex therapists. Oh right. <laughs> Maybe they're female sex therapists. All right. Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. That's now, a, that's <laughs> well, if if that is the case, if that is the case, then um. Aren't those really the women who we need to have birth control? Because we don't want those bitches having kids. Absolutely. I'm just saying, like, calling them a slut and a whore and, and, and bad-mouthing them in public. Well, we don't no, have to worry about it because no. 98% of women, right, we take should, birth control. We, we so I, just... obviously you're saying that the 2% of people that don't take birth control are the sluts and the, the promiscuous people, right? No, I'm saying that they're being they're going to be promiscuous independent of whether or not you decide to publicly fund birth control. What I'm saying is you should also 
give those people those are the ones that need it you don't want them having kids well, yeah because they're just gonna breed other crazy bitches that, that are gonna <laughs> have like a, a bunch of just felons no, as they aren't. Kids. No, they aren't they're gonna go to planned parenthood and get it aborted yeah <laughs> no good thing that's, good thing, good thing though. I, 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 you say it like it's a bad thing. Right? Like, I, I don't. Yes, I don't. We don't need any of them please, crack whores. No. Go get it aborted. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I may, I may be right, but uh, you know, I believe people have their own choices in life, and we shouldn't be shoving choices down people's throats like Obamacare. <laughs> yeah. we, yes, we shouldn't be mandating people to pay a fee or a penalty because they don't get health care. That's um, unconstitutional, by the way. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It depends. I, there's, there's some I guess it does depend because we're not Greece, right? We're not. <laughs> we're not Europe. You know, yeah, we're not. We're not going bankrupt quite Six, yet. Sixty percent of our uh, working people are not under the government go- toll. You know. See, I, I I like the idea of healthcare. I don't know how the, the funding part of it's going to work. I do too, but they get it already. They get it already. Yeah. They're not getting turned down at the hospitals and stuff like that. What they're doing is they're causing people like me who pay for oh, health care okay. to be paying more and more and more every year because our deductibles, our premiums and everything go up because there's so many more people who don't have health care going into the hospital, getting taken care of. Because if you walk into an emergency room, you don't have health care, you're not going to get put in a wheelchair and rolled out to the curb and but say, see you later. Those people were the problem that the universal health care system was actually addressing. I think that that's a, a thing that got lost in all of it was that well, well look how much money our system that we have currently is costing us if we have a system that covers everybody it's going to cost more and that was actually the complete opposite uh of the way that it was working it was that our our current system is unsustainable if if we keep our system now the way it is given the way that all the costs are structured and how everybody gets charged because these people can run into the emergency room that the, the taxpayers eat the bill on that. And because there's no capping of the cost about like how you can treat those people, the insurance companies and the hospitals were basically gouging the government through Medicaid and Medicare for tax dollars. And the government stepping in and making universal health care was a restructuring basically of the way that they can charge in those circumstances and say, no, you can't do that anymore. We're going to have a system that covers everybody. It's only going to cost a certain amount of money and you can't charge more than this. And you, can, you can't gouge taxpayers and the government anymore for people that are uninsured because now they're all going to be insured. And the old system, the way that it was working actually would cost more in five years than the current system we're adopting. Hmm. If, now, if it's about cost, that's a, that's a null argument. Now, if you're going to talk about like mandated liberty and constitutional rights, that's another issue. That, that may or may not swing one way or the other, depending on who's sitting on the bench in the Supreme Court. Absolutely. But, but if it's about cost, the way we're doing it right now is hands down going to be better. Yeah, as far as the healthcare gouging the insurance companies, I, I, that's from personal experience. That's a fact. I got in a car accident a few years back, and I went to a chiropractor to get my neck and stuff all tweaked because of whiplash or whatever. And uh, the the bill from the chiropractor was 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 pretty big, and it was going to eventually go to the peop- the person that hit me. But then I couldn't. They they were very shy. They were hiding. I couldn't serve them. So the lawsuit it passed the time of uh, whatever you call it. So statute of limitation. That thank you. Yeah. And uh, so the bill fell on me. 
and I, ha- I happened to know the chiropractor. He's kind of a family friend from a long time ago. So I went to talk to him. Like, look, I can't, I can't pay this two thousand dollars. Uh, can you do anything for me? He's like, all right, I'll just charge you the uh, the regular rate, and it knocked it down by like sixty percent. So if it was going to be insurance, it was a much higher cost. Well, it's than the if same it was thing out of as if you get in a car accident, you go to a body shop. They ask you, are you paying for it, or is insurance paying for it? Exactly. Insurance pay for it. They jack up that price big time. Right. So will healthcare then get rid of that? Everything becomes a fair price instead of an inflated price. Is that what no, the, the point no, is? No, because what's going to happen? It's still going to be what, an inflated what, price. What's going to happen <laughs> is you're going to have people. You're going to have people that actually pay for their own healthcare through uh, companies, or you're going to have companies stop paying for healthcare and stuff like that because now you can get on this public healthcare and, and get limited coverage. Because I guarantee you, the coverage that you're going to get on public healthcare is not going to be anywhere near the type of coverage that you would get. If you had your own Aetna, uh, Kaiser, Kaiser or anything like that, you're not going to get that type of care. Right. Um, you're not going to get as much covered. Um, you know, like if I go into the urgent care, you know, I have a copay, but everything else is going to get covered. Okay? Right. You have public health care. You got to go to certain places. You're going to have higher deductible. You're not going to get the same kind of care. And what's going to happen is you're going to have companies that are going to stop providing health care because you could just get it from the public health care and, and they don't have to lose any money. So will companies like Kaiser go out of business then because of this? I, I think what's going to end up happening is their rates are going to have to go up just to be funded. Hmm. I really doubt it. You don't think Kaiser is going to go out of business? because No, of this? I, I think that the, the way that it worked when the legislation passed the, originally, what they wanted was one universal system for everybody. Every everybody was going to get like a. So then you're going to put like companies Medicare. out of business, though. Um, that's you have the, one universal universal system, government healthcare. It was going to be Obamacare, a, whatever you want to call a bureaucratic it. Bureaucratic agency. You're putting Aetna, Blue Cross, uh, um, Kaiser. You're going to put them out of business because everybody's just going to go to this universal one public healthcare. It was going to be where you're going to get VA care. Actually, it was going to get. Le- it was going to be less like that and more like the transportation system that we have in California, where you have Amtrak. Metrolink, you have a n- number of different private rail systems that are subsidized by the government to become uh, competitive and can provide that service uh, at competitive rates. And the way that that was going to work was you you have a government entity that resides over them, but you have private entities that actually provide the service. So, same thing with like PG&E or Edison or any of these other companies that aren't really private companies because they're subsidized by the government so much and they provide such a public service. Exactly. It's just another but, way for the government to get into our lives. But it, that's that's not necessarily a bad or a good thing depending on how they execute it. Now, Now, the point is though, that's what they wanted to do originally, and they couldn't. The, I believe the system is broken. If if, if that's but I don't you, believe if, that what's going on, what's going to be projected, yeah. and what's going to happen, and is that'll right. have to remain a belief because it's neither factual or infactual. So the point is, though, with, with whether or not the the, the healthcare system was going to put these people out of business, they have so much fucking money to to work around that they're, they're going to throw it wherever they can, and. And when the legislation was being passed, they couldn't get enough votes because too many people were in their pocket. And they basically got the system broken down into you can have a public option 
and you could have a private option. Right. And that's what we ended up settling on instead of one universal option, which which meant that if it were a universal option, everybody would receive the same level of care through different pi- private entities. But now that you have a public and a private option, now you have a public option that's kind of like a mandatory, like lease level of insurance, right, kind of like you have, to have liability thing. insurance on your car got it. Uh, compared to whether or not you want to have full coverage, you want to have all these other different things. And if you look at the insurance co- like companies in general, just w- when you look at the automotive industry, uh, it didn't put any of the automotive insurers out of business. Why do we have any... R- why would we reasonably think that it's going to put P- these other entities out of business that there, are insuring no healthcare? Government uh, public auto insurance. There, there's no government public auto insurance, but there's a mandated minimum level of insurance. Yes, that you but that. here's the thing: you have a privilege to drive, not a right to drive. If you can't afford healthcare, or you don't want to, or you can't afford car insurance, or you don't want to get car insurance, you don't have the privilege to drive. It is a privilege to drive, not a right. You do not have a right to drive in California. You are privileged to drive. Are you privileged to live or you have a right to live? Uh, if you pay for your health care, you, you get the insurance. But here's the thing. If you are self-insured, if you make money and you don't need public health care, you don't need uh, private health care, you pay yourself, but you don't have health care, we're going to fine you and because you don't have health care. But, I but you're 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 Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, whoever you are, yourself you're self funded. You you can pay whatever the the doctors charge, but we're going to find you because you don't have that health care, quote unquote. I'm not worried about Steve Jobs and well, I'm Bill not. Gates. There's there's a lot of I'm people worried. out there that could be uh, self funded in health care, but you also have uh, younger kids, younger people who have the ability to get health care under their employers and stuff like that. They choose not to. I just don't okay, understand. I think like, that should be more on the person who's choosing not to. Yeah, but these are saying, these are all fine you because you're. These not are all tangents to to make it seem as though we live in an Orwellian universe with a government that is domineering and, and and injects itself in our lives unnecessarily. When you bring up the instances of extreme wealth, where oh these people don't need health care, you're infringing upon their rights. Well, guess what? They don't, and we're not the. Those aren't the people that that we're worried about. And if they really didn't want to have health care. They they probably didn't or they probably wouldn't, but in reality, all those people do. Those those pe- aren't the people we're worried about when we're saying everybody has health health care. We're worried about the people that are at the bottom that aren't insured, and when they go into a hospital, like you said, it's the taxpayers that front the bill. Well, this this isn't a concern about oh well, pe- people are, are assholes, and we're going to make them do stuff, and and we're we're suddenly a teacher in their lives, and and it's paternalistic. It's going yo, we're tired of fronting the bill as taxpayers. Get your shit covered. Get your finances in order. Fucking be fun. Be have insurance. So if shit goes down and you break your arm, you don't have to quit your job and also get things like unemployment and welfare and food stamps and shit like that because you didn't fucking handle your shit. That's what they're concerned about. You, you can either have somebody that has healthcare or doesn't have healthcare. And the person that does will get their shit covered, go to a doctor, all this stuff isn't a drain on society and taxpayers, or they cannot have healthcare. And if they break their arm and they don't fucking have healthcare, then they have to get on food stamps and welfare and unemployment. And guess what? The costs skyrocket 
out of all taxpayers' to pockets. I don't understand why that's a bad thing to make sure that that doesn't happen. Because it's not going to fix the system because we're still going to have an issue. Because the issue is not only people not having health care. The other issue is the 12 million illegal immigrants that we have in the United States are going to be on that public dole. And they rightfully have no right to it. We're mm. still going to be paying for it out of our in, out of our taxpayers' pocket. I have no problem with we actually, citizens that. We, hey, I let you talk. No, it's fine. I, yeah. I, I have no problem with the system if it pays for people who are legitimately working hard, paying their taxes, doing what they can to help society. But I do have a problem with blanketing it over everybody because you're still going to have the illegals going into and I don't care where they come from it doesn't bother me where they come from whether they come north, south, east or west they don't belong here and we're going to be paying out for them I have a problem with my tax money going to those because they're still going to be going into the doctors, they're still going to be going into the emergency rooms they don't have a right to a public healthcare system if they're not even rightfully in the country but aren't we paying for them anyway? Even if if we don't have this universal health care. Exactly. So why don't we just apply the laws that are on the books right now and not let them get worse? No, but if it's overall going to be cheaper to have a blanket coverage for everybody and we're paying for them anyway, whether they have insurance or not at this Is point. Is it going to be cheaper? I, I think overall. You, yeah. The guy on the left just said it's factually or not factually there. We don't know. Yeah, well, it's so it's we're, simply we're not it's just sure. a belief. We're just talking about a belief. You believe it's going to be cheaper? No, I you, don't. I you think can, it's going to be a big. It, you can weigh the debt. It's there. The numbers are there, it, undocumented or not. The amount of debt we put ourselves in with Medicaid and Medicare, we, we knew those numbers way before. It, it's so the, the numbers don't go, don't disappear from the accounting books just because gonna, he's not a citizen. Same exact thing. It doesn't matter. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to have more and more people coming into the country illegally because they know they're going to get taken care of. So where do you think that's going to go? We've got 12 million illegal immigrants in the United States right now, statistically, because we can't really count each and every one of them because they hide. So it's just going to go up <laughs> higher and higher and higher because what's going to happen is you're going to find all these other countries. Hey, they got public health care over there in the United States. We can get taken care of. Doesn't matter if we're citizens or not. Let's go over there. You're going to have an influx of people coming here just to get treated, just you know, to get taken care of. You know that if that were the case, then you would ha see evidence of that in countries that already provide public. No, because healthcare. they secure their borders. Uh, no, they don't. Really? You you have a, a huge influx of Moroccan and Turkish immigrants into the EU in different countries where they already have huge social nets. I mean, even is Canada a secure border? I mean, what, well, it's not that, but where, they're not going to pay for these people. I've got a buddy who lives in Morocco. We, trust me, we don't pay for these people. The, the whole no, argument, the taxpayers aren't paying for the, you're telling me the taxpayers aren't paying the bills the taxpayers for these front people? the bill but they get every the year, bill every afterwards. year my taxes that go to the state go to fund these EBT cards for these people to sit here and draw money out or, or sell their, their EBT stuff you, you can't to file for EBT if you're not a citizen really you can't it's, it's real easy there's ways to get around it trust you can't. me well if if there's ways to get around it then there's a problem in the implementation oh, wait, come on we're system. subsidizing their their the the illegal immigrants to go to college now why they can't get around anything else you're actually not subsidizing people to go to college. They're, they're they're allowed to get uh public funds now to go to college they're allowed to get Before public funds that's a very specific funds. circumstance that actually covers a window of like five years for kids that that fell into this one gap that it's really horrible they didn't 
they actually didn't get funding and it's because they were already here and they were already enrolled in school and there were circumstances that allowed them to do that and the laws have changed since then to allow them into the school system or not and it was only five years where those kids were basically able to run the gamut of the entire school system and once they got to college they weren't allowed to go to college but they didn't have u.s citizenship and they couldn't go back to their own country so what the fuck are they supposed to do? We're just supposed to give up on this this window of, of five years of kids who want to go to college and have performed scholastically well enough to actually go to Not college? Not when they're just taking Chicano studies. Huh? <laughs> Not when they're just taking Chicano studies. <laughs> I th- if they're going to go to college and take Chicano studies, that doesn't help us out one bit. Uh, well, I'm going to pretend gonna go like to that's college, not racist. If they're going to go to, they're <laughs> should, go- should I just pretend like that's not racist? <laughs> it's not because a lot of them are taking that. A lot of them are taking these stupid bullshit programs. Show, let me say, show me the numbers. I mean, what, what do you people, want on that? A lot of these people are not taking things like they're not they're not going to school to become doctors or anything like that. They're going and they're taking uh, studies of of Mexican history and stuff like that. Okay, we we know the Mexican history. Now, if if you want to attack cultural studies in universities and say it's not a legitimate form of education, you could do that. But if you want to take that uh, and inject it into this argument, those are two different arguments. Saying a kid doesn't have a right to go to college because of this specific circumstance that he came from and assuming that he's going to go and major in a very specific thing is, is a is, is I don't flipping. believe I don't it's believe flipping. if they're here it's illegally. Flipping. What if he's an accountant? What if he's a doctor? What if he's a lawyer? What if he's what if he's the next person to I, figure I, out an I, economic I, system that contributes positively to our I system? I blanketly think if they're here illegally, they shouldn't be getting U.S. tax dollars. Well, when when you blanketly think that you let certain people slip through the cracks that shouldn't, I, I when, when why why okay, here's it's just the like welfare, right? Like welfare, w- welfare is a fucked up system. A lot oh, of people, a lot of people get welfare, don't deserve welfare. Absolutely, right? right. And, and food stamps and EBT, yeah. and all this stuff, right? But let me put it this way: when when you're talking about welfare and EBT and food stamps and all these things, uh, I I make the presumption of maybe uh, upwards of half, maybe sixty percent of people that actually get it. Do, don't deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe 40% of people that actually get it do deserve it. But the way I look at it is with full knowledge of those numbers, I am fine with welfare, EBT, and food stamps going working as a system because at least those people who get it and deserve it, the people that need it, get it. You, you not, don't realize food stamps. There's, food there's stamps no I way. Had no problem with because food stamps was an actual stamp you had to trade in for certain food. Okay. Yeah. But here's the thing: you got this smart card now, EBT, whatever. Yeah, you I can know. Go to freaking Del Taco, I Taco Bell, In and Out, Seven Eleven, and use an EBT card. And I was in right. line at a grocery store behind people who are using EBT card to buy Sunday stuff, to buy uh, um, ice cream and fudge and stuff like that. Come on, really? Why don't you buy nutritional stuff that you need to eat? Well, and guess what? They didn't have enough on their EBT card to pay for all of it, so they had to put the bananas back. The one healthy thing, <laughs> the one healthy thing they had, they put back. Well, maybe maybe they're celebrating because they got a job and they don't have to be on EBT anymore. Really? You you're, you're using an isolated incident to try to refute an entire no, system you, that provides I've heard goods many, to people who need it. I've heard numerous stories of people Numerous in, stories. In line, in not line, statistics. In line, buying bullshit stuff at a grocery store with their EBT card. Yeah, you know what? I've heard lots of stories about dudes picking up chicks at clubs and just like banking them in the restroom. But I don't think any of my close friends have ever really done that. 
I'm not talking about yeah. close friends. See, that, no, my point is, I'm talking. You, can, I'm talking, you, can, you just said, you just said, you can 50 to 60 percent of people yeah. should not be on it. Those 50 to 60 percent of people are the ones doing that, selling their EBT cards to people for cash. Okay, that that being a concession, I'm saying that they, it's still a system that works because 40 percent of the people that actually need it, the ne- people that actually need it, get it. And if you if you assume that it is an error, because it is right, it's an error. In favor of people that need it, that would starve to death I'm otherwise. Not get and rid and of if it. you now, and if you compare that to all of the many errors in legislation that provided millions upon billions of subsidies to corporate America, then you'd still be drastically in the wrong, in the red, in in terms of the money that you've given to corporate America and other places. So, God forbid we err in favor of the poor and people who would starve to death. I, I never, for one, I never said get rid of it, abolish it, get rid of it altogether. I said I'm sick and tired of the people that are abusing it, buying the stupid shit. The fifty, sixty percent you're talking about, yeah. I'll help the forty percent. You're right. Fantastic. You're right. But it was better regulated when it was food stamps. Yeah, but why? Why can't they regulate it? And why, why are they allowing it to be used at a Seven Eleven? Why are they allowing it to be used at Jack in a Box and stuff? Yeah. You know, we've got this president, okay. first lady, who is all about nutrition and stuff like that. But where's the regulation? Well, I, well, the regulation would be there if conservatives didn't bitch about a kid's right to be fat. <laughs> <laughs> bitch about a right to be fat. Yes, that that's what stopped her. Kids, kids, her trying to advocate better health for kids in schools and implement healthier lunches was framed by conservatives of the government controlling your kids' right to be fat. So that has something to do with allowing EBT to be used in uh, Jack in the Box and and Seven Eleven and uh, stuff like. that. I don't know. You tell me. They swing one way on one I, argument I, oh, and the complete other way on a different argument. I now, don't know. However, other states it, do it. It looks the like state the same of California. Argument. The EBT. Why? Why isn't Governor Jerry Brown? Doing something about allowing this. You hear stories after stories after stories uh, uh, on all kinds of radio, different radio stations, on the news about people selling EBT cards and, and abusing the system and stuff. Why aren't they doing something about it? Because it's probably the most effective way they can implement that system and get the goods to the people that need it. And that, that was my point to begin with. What was wrong and, with the food stamps and, before when it was regulated? You had a, a food stamp or something, you know, that you were able to trade in for milk, uh, bread, uh, stuff like that. I don't have those answers. But my point is, is they're, that they're trying to make as it much, easier by, hey, we're going to electronically just put money on a card. As much money so as it. that is hemorrhaging out of that system, I think it's minuscule. Compared to the amount of money that's provided in corporate subsidies to corporate America. And I think that though that's actually the real problem in America is that we get sidelined with, with bullshit like that. Like whether or not a kid can have a, a toy in their Happy Meal because it encourages a childhood obesity. And I think it's, that's bullshit. It's, it is bullshit. We should have a toy in our Happy Meal. It's, I grew up on toys in my Happy Meal. It's bullshit because we well. shouldn't be focusing on it. It's yeah, bullshit because it sidelines us from the real issues. I think that's more of a personal parenting issue, not uh, <laughs> something that needs to be regulated. For instance, my daughter goes to McDonald's every once in a while. Fantastic. She gets a Happy Meal. She gets a toy. That's what I grew up on. As I didn't long as go we're not to being McDonald's sidelined. every day. You're right. That's a parenting issue. That's not a liberal parenting Republican issue. issue. Yes. Not a health care issue. Not a best way to provide the best services to the populace without increasing our debt astronomically issue, but a issue that doesn't matter. 
Okay, and and that's the the big big problem is that you can debate over whether or not a kid has a right to have a happy meal toy, but it it sidelines you from the real real arguments out there like whether or not you should provide uh birth control as part of a national healthcare plan, whether or not you should have a national healthcare plan, whether or not there's a more effective way to implement welfare systems amongst the poor to readily provide them services, whether or not uh, illegal immigrants who were brought here uh, independent of their own liberty by their parents and birthed here but were remained undocumented have a right to no, education. Wait, wait, wait. If system. they were birthed here, yeah. they're citizens. It. it yeah, they but are anchor babies. They try to are prove, citizens. Pr- try to prove that. The, 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 there's a lot of circumstances where uh, children actually don't have citizenship here or any other country because you can't prove where they okay, are. So born. if they're born in that's Queen what the hospital workers are for. That's if the they're born in Queen for. of the Valley Hospital mm-hmm. in West Covina, there's a birth certificate that they were birthed there. You're right, and yeah. and if you can't go into a hospital because. Hospitals don't actually provide a free service of birthing like they used to, which a lot of conservatives believe that they do. Um, then where are you supposed to have this kid that's going to so set you back five thousand dollars? Somebody who's illegal can go into a hospital, pregnant, get blow their water, and get ready to, and the the hospital is just going to say, "Sorry, you got to have your kid out in your car." Fuck you. And I'm not. Saying You're telling that they me are. that's what's happening, no, and we're we're no, we're denying that. The, it's no, not the dif- the difference is is now they they actually they actually charge them the bill. They document them readily. Fantastic. Good. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying Fantastic. that. Fantastic. I'm not that saying that's bad. I can charge for it. Why I'm not? not? Yo, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that it discourages people from coming in. And if that is the case, perhaps there's enough enough discouragement where people have births independently of that circumstance, and now you have citizens of no country. Well, like like mm. it matters because for for one, if they get billed for it, they don't pay for it. Who's going to pay for it? Taxpayers. Oh, it it does matter because if you have kids that are not citizens of any country and they're undocumented citizens, then you have that weird circumstance where they ought to receive public funds for schooling, which is something that you said shouldn't happen. No, wait, wait, wait. You're 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 you're, you're crossing your stories because you're talking about uh, illegals coming here having a baby. When they have a baby in the United States, they are citizens of the United States, and you're saying they're not going into hospitals having the babies because they don't want to get billed. Well, if they don't pay taxes, they don't have a social security number, they're illegal, they don't belong to this. What does it matter if the parents get billed for having their kids in there if they're just not going to pay it anyway? And there's no way to go after them. There's no way to ruin their credit because they don't have a social security number. They don't belong to the, the 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 citizenship of the United States, and they you know they they probably aren't going to have uh, bank accounts or anything because you have to have documentation and stuff to open those things up. Um, they just hide their money anyway. They're not going to pay the bill. So what does it matter if they go into the hospital and have their child? Their child is a citizen. They're going to have birth records at wherever the hospital they have it at it matters because it they uh, i mean the the funny thing about the the misnomer about undocumented citizens is that if they just come here to kind of leech off the system and have no hopes of joining it when in reality the the hope of citizenship is is something that they have P- people come to this country for the american dream and they still believe in it they hope and aspire to become u.s citizens one day and right. they can't operate completely out of that system and fuck it over while hoping to become a U.S. citizen. So they work within the system to try to, to hope, to, 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 to work towards becoming a U.S. citizen. And if that is the case, then 
there are going to be records and they are going to track them. They're going to have a registration with the Department of Immigration. Right, but then with why, all why, of why would people. they not be going to the hospitals then? You're, huh? you're saying that sometimes they don't go to the hospitals. They have it like in their house or in their tub or whatever, so they're not documented at all. If, if they're really trying to become citizens, wouldn't they go to the hospital and take, Or wouldn't take they the, apply the for citizenship instead of crossing because it's the border illegally? $5,000 worth of debt. Yeah, but like, but it's going to get soaked up anyway. Like we were talking about earlier with the whole the uh, us paying the bill regardless. This is the point I was trying to make earlier that uh, if if we're going to pay the bill for them anyway, the the illegals, then well, they're going to come in. They're going to take. They're going to get billed. They're not going to pay it. So then we pay for it. So if we go to universal health care, we're going to pay for it anyway. So then, what's it's, it seems like a lateral move at the best. I don't, I don't see it as a negative thing where we go down and we're taking on more. So it's we're not. The it's same not. Fix, anyway. It's not fixing anything. It's still costing us. Yes, exactly. But, but it's, it's costing but, us less because we're restructuring the way that the bills right. are done. We're, we're still paying regardless, but now everybody else is getting help at the same time. So we're helping Americans more than we're helping the illegals because so they're doing the get same an thing. Influx of illegal immigrants coming over to have their kids into a hospital because they know it's going to get taken care of. Do you know how horrible it is in other countries? I'm pretty sure. Uh, as, I, hey, I, I'm not denying. Them, if I was in Mexico, I wouldn't want to come over here either. I would love to. <laughs> America is the greatest freaking country on earth. That's why everybody wants to come here because we take care of everybody. But there's a legal and an illegal way to do it. This company was founded on immigrants that came here legally. Can you really, really just recognize for a second that making the assumption that all e- illegal immigrants are Mexican is fucking racist? Did I say they were Mexicans? You, I said you illegal just said, immigrants. You just said if I was Mexican, I'd want to come over here too. If uh, I was Canadian, I'd want to come over here. If I was freaking Moroccan, if I was Chinese, I'd yeah, want to come here. Yeah, but that's an implication that all undocumented citizens are Mexican. Well, I'm sorry you took that implication, Rex, because it's, if you remember at the beginning of this podcast, I said it doesn't matter where they come from. It doesn't matter to me. I just picked the closest place to us, which is south of the border. Plus, Which, to be, to to be, be honest fair, with you, it doesn't, California. It doesn't, it's it's it, it, it doesn't matter uh, where you come from as far as being an illegal immigrant. Most of them, whether they're Guatemalan, whether they're Colombian, whether they're Mexican, whether they're Brazilian, whether they come from the Middle East, they come through the south of the border, most of them. You, you know the biggest group immigrating here right now? What's that? Chinese. Is that right? Chinese, yeah. The v- vast majority of them are, are Chinese. Well, I think being in Southern California, we we have much more connection with the Hispanics coming in. We we do. I I'll definitely agree with that. There, there's more Hispanic people than than any other race here. Uh, yeah, well, that's it. most. So to answer no, your yeah. problem, I wasn't implying that all the immigrants, illegal immigrants, are Mexican. I was not. I'm sorry you took it I'm that just, way, Rex. I'm just saying. I'm a, no, no, no. I'm when, apologizing. When you say you. if I'm Mexican and I'd want to come over here too, you build the expectation that <laughs> okay, all if, undocumented citizens are Mexican in other people's minds. If I, think, I came from the jungles of Guam. Uh, I'm just saying. I would love to come to California. I in think, America. I think this beaner over here should be offended, actually, uh, because he's not at all Mexican. I'm not Mexican at all. He's no. El Salvadorian. I know a lot of Mexicans that don't even speak Spanish. I know. Right. They're, they're just horrible Mexicans, aren't they? <laughs> no. In fact, it's funny because, cause, uh, you know, some people, you, you say you're Mexican and they get offended because they're not Mexican. They're from Puerto Rico or something like that. But that's that's an asshole quality. That's just in general. People get offended by stupid shit like that. It, it, it upsets me. People I think I think of anything, cares. if you see somebody who looks Latin, it's a safe bet to think that they're Mexican. I, in fact, I'm insulted when other people don't guess Mexican with me because statistically, if you're in Southern California... Uh, you're Mexican. Likely, it's very like likely Nazi, that I'm Mexican. Man. If I look, I'm Hitler. 
I'm just saying, I look mildly Latin. It's very likely that I'm, I'm Mexican. Right. Right? Now... So by, by assuming that you're something other than Mexican, they're trying to overcompensate by not being racist? Yeah, it's like, oh, well, I don't want to be racist and call you Mexican because that right. would be bad. Why is oh, Mexican really? a bad, bad Why is word? it bad? Yeah, that, that's what my Why exact, is Mexican a bad word? Why do we have to say, no, no, I'm Latino or I'm Hispanic? Why, why can't we say Mexican or something? You know? I mean, what's the bad? Why, why did the word Mexican become such a bad word? It's not a bad word to me. Then I why were Mexican you offended? Huh? Why were you offended? Because you were presuming. <laughs> why all... were you offended when I said if I was from Mexico, <laughs> I'd want to come here? Because it was based on the presumption that all undocumented people were from Mexico. That's no. different. That's a different uh, accusation, right? oh, a different well, label. What if I said if I was from China, would you be offended then? Because then no. I would be presuming that all illegal immigrants were from China. Well, because I'm not. Why wouldn't you I'm take not it the Chinese. same way? Why wouldn't you take it the same way? Because I'm not. So Chinese. you're offended by the word Mexican. No, I'm not offended by the You're word. Offended by the way I said, if I was from Mexico, I wanted to come to America. I'm, if I was from China, I'd want to come to America. No, You're not I'm, be I'm offended a, by that. I'm offended by the implication that all these negative stereotypes with undocumented people is now being associated with a very specific racial group. When in reality, we live in a country full of immigrants. Absolutely, I said that in the beginning. I, I don't care where the illegal immigrants come from, whether they come from north, south, east, or west. They're illegal immigrants, and I don't feel like funding them anymore. Then, then why get race specific? I've said illegal immigrants many, many times. The one time I mentioned Mexican, this guy goes off on you, me. You, can't, you said Mexican oh a couple gosh. times. You said Mexican a couple yeah, times. Also, now, now uh, uh, cowboy, do you think all Mexicans are sluts and prostitutes? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. So you had a, you had a limbo um, moment then. They you, make, you, they said, make, you said they, Mexico. Is they a they make great food. I love Mexican Absolutely. food. Oh, wait. Is that okay to say Mexican food? <laughs> we hold because other not all Mexican food is Mexican food. You may go to a Mexican place where may, I may think it's a Mexican place, but it may be a Puerto Rican place. That's when you're not allowed to use Mexican food. It has to be real Mexican food. There's like, if you, if right. you call fucking Taco Bell Mexican food. Dude, dude. They make a taco with Doritos now. Neck. Yeah, that's fine. That's American. That's fine. That's, that's American. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like authentic Mexican food. I like authentic Chinese food, I don't, Thai I don't, food. I, I like it all. As bad as Mexican food is for you, I don't think that Taco Bell is worse. The people in Mexico could ever have come up with that bad of a food. Yes. You know what else, else is bad for you? Filipino taco. food. Is that right? I haven't because had Because uh, I have friends that are Filipino. Oh, my gosh. I have... People of different ethnic groups as my friend. Wow. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> I have Filipino friends. It's okay. It, it shocks seems, me too. It seems like it seems like that. Trust me. I, I didn't believe that. Do I have any black friends? Yes, I do. Wow. At my work, I do. Absolutely. Um, I don't have any black friends. Anyway, anyway that's lumpia. because you're racist. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I love lumpia. No, but what lumpia. I'm saying is nobody knows who lumpia is. You know, you said you like Filipino food. You like Filipino lumpia. food. Yes. Lumpia. The reason why a lot of Filipino food is because they eat rice with everything. That's not stereotype. That's what's told to me by my Filipino friends. <laughs> it's very bad. They wake up in the morning. Their breakfast yeah. consists of rice and something else. But it, rice you, and something else for lunch. And, and you, that's what's really bad for them. You got to be careful, man. You can repeat <laughs> something that is said to you by a certain racial group and have it be racist. Yeah. No, no, because that, I've, yes, talked to, yes. I've talked to <laughs> Filipino customers of mine. Oh, yeah, you like Filipino? Yeah, I What's, like Filipino. I like adobo and rice and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and they all tell me the same thing. Oh, yeah, our rice. We eat rice with everything, but it's not good. No, well, I mean, it's just, not good. Think, think of it when I deal with my African-American friends, right? Right. And they're, well, shit, N-bomb. Right. You know I'm a N-bomb. I gotta love fucking fried catfish and watermelon. 
God forbid I repeat that. Yeah. In fact, I feel racist just saying that right now, <laughs> even though it's been told to me before. Right. So you, you got a black friend that likes fried chicken. You can't say that. Because, you're not allowed. Yeah. Exactly. Even I, though I, he told you that. I, even I though, got an interesting that's story just recently. I was called the N-word by a black guy. <laughs> wow. I was told to shut the F up, you N-word. Wow. So you're in. By a black guy. Is that some kind of reverse racism or Are something? Are you offended or confused? When I was confused. I, okay, yeah, I was really too. confused. Me I too. wasn't offended. I was like... I, I felt like calling him a cracker. <laughs> I really felt like well, getting back. You shut the fuck up, cracker. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, would well, he be confused? Or watch your mouth, honky. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I was really confused. I, I, I'm like, wow. And I talked to a black guy the next day who's a police officer. I told him about that. He's like, was this guy a, a little slow? I was like, yeah, it seemed like it, you know? <laughs> so that's why I wasn't offended. I was confused because... Obviously, you know, I, I, I look white. Uh, I'd call you opaque, really. Yeah, yeah. see? Um, I'm like but, almost iridescent. You're, you're borderline translucent. E- exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, funny thing is you can't be racist against white people. You can't. It's, yeah. it's it a doesn't rule. bother it's me. It's because they got it coming. You can call me yeah. Cracker. You can call me Hillbilly. You can call me whatever <laughs> you want. They're at the top of the food chain. What do they got to complain about? Yeah, what do, what do we got to complain <laughs> yeah. about? You know? So anyway, back There's to There's a our... white guy as president. Who cares? <laughs> He's half white. Uh, there's a well, back, to the original, <laughs> back to the original topic we were talking about with the, the Rush uh, making his. Oh yeah, his, yeah, his that's statement. right, that's right. Half supreme, <laughs> and half of him could be in the Supremes. Oh, oh. oh, very good. Look at you. He sings Mexican music very. Oh, I mean, he sings Hispanic music. Yeah, Spanish music. Does he? Yeah, yeah he, he, he sang he, a Spanish song. He, he went uh-huh. on a Piolin when he was first trying to get elected. He was singing songs in uh, Spanish. He yes. enunciated pretty well. He he did he did very well. He he didn't sound as he, white as he did better uh, than Ted Kennedy, like, like Gingrich does. When Gingrich talks, he he sounds kind of. Well, white. no, he, he did better than Ted Kennedy when he was trying to sing a song. Oh yeah, Ted yeah. Kennedy's no good either. Yeah, no bueno. Yeah. Did he use no any bueno. words out of context? Because that's what the last. I don't know. I don't. I don't speak did. Espanol. <laughs> no habla espanol. Here. It sounded good to me. The parts that I did hear him say. But... Oh, I'm not even talking about other languages. I'm just talking about English. Yeah, I mean, you could criticize. Oh, right. <laughs> maybe you might get away with criticizing Obama for not knowing another language or, or saying something out of out of whack. Right. But let's be honest, George Bush couldn't even speak English. Yeah. Which he is spoke a- Texan. <laughs> uh, form of English, maybe. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Well, there's 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 Florida English. Yeah. There's uh, New York English. There's Texan English. There's I imagine that to English. be like the language that was in uh, Idiocracy. Oh. Where where basically they're just like speaking in a cross between Jersey Shore and Trailer Park. Right. That was like <laughs> it. Like that was the language. Who is that comedian that recently died that did a, 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 a dead on impersonation of George Bush, senior, junior? And he just recently did uh, an imp- uh, impersonation of Obama. And it was very edgy because he, he did the black makeup. Oh, um, but yeah, no, 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 no. He did it spot on. And here's the thing. He's, oh, in that case, he's, he's a Republican. <laughs> he's a Republican, but he's not partial. Okay. He did both George Bush's. He did Bill Clinton. He did. And, and the content of his comedian, look it up sometime. All right. just, I don't, I don't he call just recently, fun of George Bush partial. He just recently <laughs> passed away. He if, just recently passed away. Like huh. if, if George Bush was my drinking buddy, I'd make fun of him. Like, it, it, well, it's not even thing. a political statement to make fun of George Bush, really. It's, he's yeah. just a fucking moron. Like, well, hey, he, he didn't only make fun of George Bush. He made fun of... Uh, it's like making fun of Pauly Shore. Bill like, Clinton, he made fun of... <laughs> hey, Pauly Shore is awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, dude? 
Oh, but one more thing the I want to cover about Rush. The, the thing that is uh, kind of a big deal here is because his statements were so, I guess, uh, they, they caused controversy. They were wrong. They, they, they were wrong. They were wrong. Limbaugh, back to Rush. No, well, he the, said a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, well, the, the thing now, though, is that is it, people are starting to kind of distance themselves a little bit. You know, he was under investigation for going, participating in sexual tourism in other countries and having sex with little kids. Fantastic. Were you against the right. guy that uh, uh, did the, the hunting of the bobcats in Idaho or something like that? You wanted him to... Oh, the uh, the gaming official. I think it's wrong, no matter what. How are you, know? you going to equate hunting bobcats to touching kids? <laughs> you don't touch kids. <laughs> Because if it's legal, that no, I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> no, no, that was a, that was a complete joke. No, I'm actually referencing. Uh, actually, that is completely different. I actually want to reference the whole thing because somebody uh, actually tried to make that analogy. Yeah. About the 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 hunting and fishing and game uh, president. Or, oh, like or it actually whatever. did equate to. Yeah. To no, that? she tried to make the argument that. Um, because uh, he went to Idaho or uh, Iowa or some some other some legal. other state where it's legal, so he to hunt it. bobcats or whatever. Oh. And he shot a bobcat and he ate and he said it tasted like pork loin. And then he comes back he here where it's Facebook illegal. So right? you're saying it was like sexual tourism? And, and then no, and then somebody oh. tried to make the argument as like next thing you're gonna know it's if it's okay to uh, rape a kid in another state but not in your state it's okay. And I'm like, there's there's no mixing that. No, that's it's, that's it's different. Killing it. Well, uh, here's the thing: because it was hire state, Rush went to India. Yeah, uh, like, I don't know about that. It's anyway. not even the same ballpark. It's not even the same goddamn sport. No, exactly. <laughs> you, you you can't compare. You well, can't throw a guy out of a second story window for <laughs> touching a woman's foot, giving her a foot massage. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just saying you can't do that. <laughs> right. No, I know. Yeah. Well, anyway, the, uh, the the heated comments that he made is now starting to impact the influence, his influence over the uh, conservative movement. That because he made these outlandish comments and people are kind of upset by it, that they're kind of starting to distance themselves a little bit, but being careful not to distance themselves too much. Like they questioned all the candidates about the comments that he made, and they all kind of gave answers like, "I don't, I don't agree with what he said. I'm sure he had the right intentions, but he, he just, he, was, he said bad things." Vomited out of the mouth. Yeah, they're, they're like they want to because it's, it's as a Republican, you cannot really talk shit about Rush because he's kind of. The guy behind the Republican Party making he's, pulling the strings for all the the layman. Well, he's one of them. Yeah, I don't even think I don't even think a lot of the the, um, the people running on the Republican Party even want to get on that bandwagon a little bit. But they don't want to get off of it at the same no, time. Exactly. They're being very cautious. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, with somebody with the influence uh, on the right as Rush has, you would love to get that endorsement. What what I mean, that would be a big endorsement? To what get. kind of rule do but, we live in where a candidate for a majority of well, not a majority, but but for for like forty percent of America can't get behind an unequivocal statement to denounce us this this these horrible things that this guy said? What kind of yeah. fucking rule do we live in where where they can't come out strong and say what he said was wrong? Because in a political period. society, it's all about winning. Right. Every politician out there I is going up. to yeah. say one thing or another just to stay out of the fire. I'm pretty sure Democrats. Enough. I'm pretty sure Democrats would stand up and just simply say he was wrong. I don't think so. If it becomes, you, you don't if think it, that, if, it, if, it, if it's the if it's the difference between getting the nomination or 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 not getting the nomination or getting the the uh, the backing of um, somebody. The possibility of pushing you over the edge, like Rush no, Limbaugh my my or point like is, that. is that they, the Democratic Party is not the party that has to pander to these fucking wackos 
to this extent where they can't just unequivocally come out and say that this guy said something wrong and he shouldn't have fucking said it, period. You, you don't it. think the same would be true if it was flipped? If, if it was the Democrats, they were all going through primaries and the Let me ask you, what kind thing? of outlandish statement that would equate to this would a liberal Democrat ever say? I don't know. It's something. Uh, it's going to be Bill Tell Maher. Me. It's going to be Bill Maher. I don't know what he would say, but he would be the one that would probably say it. Like what? Oh, let's legalize no pot. Oh, that's real <laughs> fucking edgy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I let's see, have health care. Let's give women birth control. Wait, let's treat minorities like equals. What What the fuck is he going to say that's so outlandish that it would even equate to any of these things? And and why no Why is it always crazy fucking conservatives that go off on terrorist fucking killings? How come? How come it's conservatives and the party? Those parties that are always like the dude in Norway that just killed like a billion fucking people. We're talking right? about Norway. We're talking about politics in America. Yeah, I'm talking about conservative politics. Period. Okay. And, and what about the Unabomber? Okay. Another what about, conservative. Okay. Guy. Let me ask you a question. What, what about what about gas prices? When was the last liberal? Wait, wait, what about gas prices? Hey, wait. Oh no. Hey, gas prices four dollars and fifty nine cents a gallon. Thank you, Obama. Thank you. It's not your fault, Obama. It's it's a what, it's um, it's it's wait it's, wait hold on hold something on who who, do, who there is no who single did the gas companies give their money to wait which party was that wait wait, wait who who owned shares in Halliburton wait who wait wait who okay. owned like so oil so so oh, wait, wait a second I think that was Cheney and Bush okay, and all so, those cronies so so when I'm, gas I'm is sorry, three dollars and fifty cents a gallon we're gonna blame the Bush administration the Republicans but gas is four fifty nine a gallon right now and we're gonna say it's a blessing in disguise and 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 it's not the president's fault, but we're going to bash. We're going to bash a Republican president. The liberal media is going to bash a Republican president when gas prices go up to three fifty. But we're not going to bash a Democratic president when it's up to four fifty nine. I don't. I don't know if they ever bashed the Republican president. Oh, for they that. did. It was all even the smartest lady in politics, who I will admit, Mrs. Clinton, Hillary Rodden Clinton. She's a very smart lady. She said it was the president's fault. She I said mean, it was the Bush administration, if but you, you wanna, don't see. Wait, you don't see her saying, you know, it's the president's fault now. Oh hell if, no! Well, if you're going to place fault, then you have to really examine degrees of fault, and and you, it's it's a big problem with that. Is when you just simply place fault, you don't say what the what is actually at fault. Gas, gas prices being high, that's that's his fault. Well, is it his fault because? All of the oil companies got all the contracts for the gas in those areas. Is it his fault because he's in power and not stopping the prices from going up? Is it his fault because of X, Y, Z? How much liberty does a president really have to control market prices on oil? Yeah, see, I don't think I don't know. there's much he can do about it. I, I, exactly. I, I so why so. was it Bush's fault when he was in? If there's no, not I, much I, he can do about I, it. I never blame Bush for gas prices. I'm not I saying didn't. you. I'm saying the liberal media. If you want to be a liberal, you want to be a lefty, you <laughs> okay, got to back your people up, okay, man. Okay, here's 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 why I think it was his fault, okay? This is why. Because the re- the right around the same time that gas prices went up like ridiculously high was right before elections when we had a democratic controlled congress and house. I mean house and, and senate, okay? Now, you will see this historically happen when you're gearing up to an election, if you really keep track of it, it, there's a pattern. If the Democrats hold a majority in office, they will raise gas prices right before elections. If Republicans have a majority, they don't. The last time the elections went around where all the Republicans lost the seats and the Democrats took office, you didn't see a huge rise in, in gas prices. So why are we seeing a huge rise in gas prices now? Because Democrats actually have even holding and we have the presidency. Okay. 
So we're going to raise gas prices? That doesn't make before? sense, though. That, that of course make... it makes sense. You want to make the Democrats look bad and be like, hey, it's your fucking fault. But, it, but if it's a 50-50... You just got that saying that when Democrats held the House and the Senate, yeah. they raised the gas prices before an election. Yeah, and yes. if, if it's 50-50 right now, what? why would they raise it if they're because trying to get Obama back in? Because we hold the presidency as well. But if it wasn't, wouldn't raising it be in there against them? Because if, if Democrat is no, in office no, now... No, 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 no. You, you, I'm sorry. I neglected to say who controls the prices of gas in the first place. Republicans, conservative people who want conservatives in office. They're, if they, if they're the ones controlling the price of oil and the price on the market, it looks really good for them if oil skyrockets before an election where Democrats hold more seats because it makes the Democrats in office look bad. They go, oh, what are you I doing? See. You're mismanaging the financial situation. What the fuck is going on? And then all of the Republicans running for office can go, look, this guy's fucking everything up, right? But the last election around when you had all of the Republicans holding a majority of seats... You didn't see a big rise in gas prices. Why? Because you didn't want the Republicans getting the same argument thrown back at them. You want to go, oh, look, everything's fine and dandy in this financial situation. So when they went up, when Bush was in office, what was the what was the ob- objective then? It's because the Democrats held a majority of seats in Congress. Oh, so it's still blaming Democrats. Yes, definitely. The, the Republican uh, candidacy was running out on George Bush and his mismanagement of the situation anyways. They could give a fuck less. And nothing to do with what's going on in the Middle East, right? Nothing, nothing has no. nothing to do with the fact that we won't pull. No, pull, even, even we market, won't plug even, in that that, no, that even, plug and start drilling for nope. oil on the United every, States. Every every economist because that, if we that you will done find that four years ago, a, we any, wouldn't have gas prices. No. If we did it ten years ago, we wouldn't have the gas any prices. Any economist, any economist that's been questioned about the gas situation, they go, "It's not about the prices in the Middle East. You have enough oil reserves in only even in the United States. You have enough oil reserves to." F- stabilize the price of oil what you have is a media that is controlled by conservatives and there's so much money behind it that you run stories about iran and the strait of Abu, whatever the fuck in a million miles from okay, wherever so i've been almost. and then suddenly it seems like oh this is a legitimate reason why the prices of oil is going up even though they actually haven't stopped traffic in the strait there's just a fear of, of, of the well, Wait a second. If, that, if that's the issue there, and you just said Democrats are going to stand up and, and say things about stuff like that, if that is really the case and that's what you believe, why isn't Obama, the Democrat, coming out and saying, look, this is why gas prices are so high. Instead of he saying, you know what, we need to create green energy to get gas prices and come up with a more efficient fuel uh, economy. Because Obama has never been a president that has flung shit around. He's always been the president that tries to spin things in a positive direction. But I don't hear any other Democrat their- coming out mm-hmm. saying that, regardless if it's Obama or some other Democrat out there. I don't see any of them saying that. All I see them You're is right, spinning You're right, because, because Democrats don't fling shit like the Republican Party But you does. just got done saying that Democrats are going to freaking stand up and say shit. No, I never said that. I said that it was always the Republicans that did right before okay. the election. Okay, then I guess I was hearing out of my ass a few hours, a few minutes ago. <laughs> Because I specifically remember you saying that uh, Democrats aren't going to sit here and stand for crap and blah, blah, blah. They're going to say something. No, 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 no. I was saying when you're trying to assign fault, it depends on what you mean. If you're, you're saying X, Y, Z, if you're saying, well, is it their fault because they own shares in oil companies? Is it their fault because the president should step in and start doing something? When, when you say fault... You really have to to define what you mean by fault. I never said that Democrats would actually stand up and start flinging shit around because it's never been that party's M.O. Flinging shit. Okay, so flinging shit means you're going to say what the issue is. 
Okay. No, flinging shit is spinning the stories to make the party look as bad as you possibly can, regardless of whether or not it's good or bad for America. Uh, think, and that's one thing that the Republican Party is consistently doing. I think Democrats no. do the same damn thing. Well, we don't have a news agency behind us that isn't even allowed to be aired in Canada because they have laws about truth in media. <laughs> okay, but every liberal newscast here in California and across the United States can spin everything positive instead of telling the truth. I don't think it's positive. I think that reality has a liberal bias. Reality has a liberal bias. Okay, so the only huh? like Republican-type uh, newscast is what, Fox? Fox News. Oh, and so you're saying every other one is liberal. I'm saying that Fox News isn't allowed to be aired in Canada because they have laws about truth in media. They oh, don't okay. have any other laws about CNN or MSNBC or anything like that because... Fox News actually fabricates their stories. And this has been proved time and time again. I mean, maybe you don't see it if you only watch Fox News and watch, watch Limbaugh News, or any of these other things. No, but, I, I actually get my news source from a lot of other uh, media outlets, but um, it, it's uh, it's not Fox News. I actually watch Channel 9, the weather girl, the blonde weather girl is really hot. Jackie Johnson. Oh, guy. baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think they, they, they uh, coined the... Uh, Hot weather girl, because you see all these other uh, newscasts going to a hot weather girl. Yeah. Married, by the way. Mm. Damn shame. Damn. Yeah. I blew oh, my chances. Myself. Right? Uh, I was other, this close. Otherwise. I was this close. Otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but as far as – well, we're almost out of time here, but we'll wrap up the whole this talk with the, the gas prices. Are you upset about the high gas prices? No. No? No. How about you? you know why? Here, nope. I'll, I'll be no? honest. Okay. The reason why I'm not upset about the high gas prices, my gas gets uh, subsidized for my work. I get it reimbursed. So it oh, you bastard. Um, so, so I just uh, I turn in my receipts every uh, couple weeks, and I just get it right back. So it, it can go up to $5 a gallon. The only one that I'm going to be upset about is is my wife's car. But, you know, we kind of curved that. She drives to work and back, picks up my daughter and stuff. You know? Right. So, I mean, yeah, it, I, it, it, I it hasn't the... affected me personally yet. Uh, but that's my own personal situation. But, you know, uh, the, the, the way the media is spinning it is, uh, you know, that it's a blessing in disguise because there's a lot less people driving. Uh, there's like a thousand less, uh, uh, accidents, uh, because of high gas prices. Right. Well, I drive 150 plus miles a day. I guarantee to you, I don't see less traffic on the road. No. <laughs> I, do I do not. Oh, no, dude. Oh, I freaking yeah, I get the same amount of traffic every day. I, I, I feel like there's less traffic on the road and I, I do both. I drive to work and I take public transit and not only do I see less cars on the road, but I see more people taking public transit. And I think that's, that's great. I think that's amazingly good because I think that there's a stigma associated with public transit in LA because everybody, it's a driving culture here. Yeah. And we need to get away from that if we're actually going to have people get to their jobs in the coming years because there's only going to be more people in LA mm -hmm. and we need mm -hmm. more public transit. We need more rail systems. We need more Metrolink. We need more trains. We need more buses. We need, I mean, I think light rail is really the, the thing where it should be going. We should have a train between here and Vegas that gets us there and back and we can drink all the way. And we should have a train yeah. in between here, San Francisco and Sacramento that we can get drunk the entire time on. Well, wait, 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 wait. I mean, Jerry, Jerry Brown's trying to do that high speed. Yeah. Rail that's going to cost like nine hundred some odd billion dollars. That that whole thing is a huge. That's yeah, a huge no, mess. It, it will it's not going to happen. It, it will, it, it, there's will no way we could. There's no way we could sit here and say, hey, you know, we're we're so much in the red as a state already, but we're gonna we're gonna dedicate ninety eight billion dollars for a slow speed rail train to Chowchilla. I mean, if. <laughs> 
it hey, doesn't even go down to San Diego. The the what's what's the what's Anaheim? The, I think I think it's gonna go to Anaheim. No, no, it, the, no? The, the first portion is only gonna go from like Palmdale to Chowchilla, dude. Oh yeah, well yeah, the first mile that's that's the biggest thing they're trying to get yeah. started. But eventually, I think it's gonna go from Anaheim to maybe Sacramento. See, that's stupid. Yeah. It, well, it's, you know, it's, you, you it's gotta, not going to You just stop right there because there's nothing but conservatives in San Diego. Now, they don't want it anyways. <laughs> now, my point is, is, is also that you're extending the purple line. You're in, in LA. You're also extending the green line to go, to provide. The purple pub- line, is that the one down the 210 that's going to go to Azusa now? No, there's, that, that's, there's the Metrolink or what? That's the gold line. The gold line. Uh, whatever. Gold, it's going it, it over the freeway go. and it's going to go to Azusa. Yes. So they're, they're extending it all. And the purple line is all going to go all the way to Santa Monica. And you're also going to get, going to get the green line coming out of LA to finally fix the travesty that we don't have a light rail system that to take you from downtown to LAX. Because who the fuck wow. wants to drive to LAX? Jesus Christ. That sounds like it's. it's I'm actually kind of upset that Ontario airport's not doing as good, and they're having issues because I'd much rather fly out of Ontario than fly out of LAX. I would too because of just the traffic. It's fucking horrendous. Now, now the whole public transportation thing it it, it doesn't affect me because, unfortunately, for my job, I I would not be able to use public transportation to do my job. Well, because you have to Uh, haul around stuff, which is reasonable. You should be on the road, but there's plenty of people out there that don't need to be on the goddamn. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. See, I, I, I like the high gas prices because. It's it's going to force us, I think, to go into alternative fuels. We got to find other ways to do things now. As far as public transportation, that's all fine and dandy. But I I need to drive. I, I, semi, I drive all I, the time. I support that, and I semi don't support that. Though. Alternative flu- fuels are going to be so expensive for one, two, because a lot of them are still based on coal. Okay, I mean, you, have to, you have to burn coal to get some of these. Uh, I mean, just think about it. You know, your electricity. Well, the electrician, you know, you got to get coal and stuff like that and i'm happy about that though because i don't want them making that quick of a transition before they decide to stop like funding public transportation if everybody simply made a transition from like fossil fuels in your car to oh we're all going electric or we're all going biodiesel or there we're goes all, all your public transportation corn. there goes all your public transportation funding because we'll go like well why do we need that shit well, yeah, i don't think i don't think you're that? gonna get you're gonna get a bus running on freaking electricity <laughs> No, it's not. You're not going to get a hybrid bus. Oh, not anytime. You got them in San Francisco. Is that right? You got them in San Francisco. Oh, the trolley system. Well, the the trolley system is a really archaic system. That they, run on electric, they run on an electrical yeah. electric current. current. So it's yeah, not like right. a car where it charges up and you can yeah. go forty miles on a charge. But no, then no, as soon as you go forty miles, it's not. Boom, you start using gas. They're they're consistently uh, connected. Right. To, to yeah. It's constant so flow. it's like it's yeah. like the it's like the train that goes down the two ten. Yes. Exactly. Oh, like yeah, that train. we got we got that we got that here. But I'm talking about a bus that's going through downtown L. A. We're not going to have electrical lines going over the streets and everywhere. Well, they they have it in San Francisco. I'm telling you, they they have a wide wide system. It is a small system. You're right, but it uh, they have it still. I and, mean, and part of the reason why all your yeah, I mean, you, I remember growing up, you used to have the freaking electrical lines in front of your house going looping down down your street and stuff like that. Everything now is underground. Because people don't want to see the electrical lines looping down your street and stuff like that. Right, but I don't think public transportation is going to go away with with a new fuel system because with the new fuel system is going to make more people drive, which is going to make more traffic, which is going to be a pain in the ass. So people are still going to want to take the trains and stuff to get around, I think. Yeah. As far as the public transportation system suffering because of the new, uh, whether it be natural gas or corn oil or whatever the hell they're fueling with, I think the public transportation system is still going to be 
doing well. And I don't think funding will ever stop for that because of traffic, mostly. Well, you have uh, certain conservatives wanting to stop it. Public transport? When California was trying to get grant funding for a train between L.A. and Las Vegas, um, John McCain called it the sin train. And he and he stopped the funding. I think that's pointless. Why why are you gonna do it? You're you're advocating more and more people to go to uh Vegas and, and get drunk and get messed up and, 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 and I mean what what's the point in that, you know? Like if if you're talking about transportation, public transportation as an efficiency to get to and from work, but now you're gonna say, Oh, it's efficient because then we can get to uh we can get to Vegas and get fucked up and drink on our way back and blah blah and blah and all this other stuff. Why don't you just be responsible and not drink before you drive home? Are you really against this? You're like, going to Vegas. Are you serious you right have now? To, you have to be drunk Vegas. in Vegas. I, I love Vegas and I love <laughs> being drunk in Vegas and I drive. Let to me Vegas. quote Vince Vaughn for a second. <laughs> Vegas baby. Yeah, Vegas baby. Vegas is awesome when you're in Vegas. When you're not in Vegas, you leave it in Vegas. Or if you're hungover and you don't want to drive that home, drive home I is mean, awful. Jesus Christ, that, that is an awful drive home. Because I'm mean, usually because I always drive when I'm sleeping, so I gotta. The train would that pay for itself. They wouldn't even have to subsidize. It'd be like <laughs> fuck it, guys. I'm paying for my five hundred dollar ticket home. Okay, and then, and then, <laughs> as long and then, as I don't have to weave back and forth through. And those then hills. when you're on that train and some drunk ass bastard wants to pick a fight with you because he's belligerently drunk. No, they'll have cages. Stupid. We'll have cages for everybody. Oh, cages. Yeah. Like in Con Air, you know, you're going to be <laughs> yes, like, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, if, if that was the case, it already happened now because they let you drink on the train. <laughs> Why don't you, you just do? get one of those party buses and take it out there? Get a bunch of your friends and you could drink all that and drink all the way back. Because I'm not fucking 18. Why? <laughs> Why don't you just get on one of those turnaround buses <laughs> to state line, bus. you know? Let me, let me give you a fucking piece of paper with a checkbox. You like me? Yes or no? <laughs> I don't know. Who the fuck? Never is that on, a real I've never been on a party bus, but it seems like the same thing. It's a transportation type thing. It's, you know? it's fine. I mean, they, they got the fake bingo and they got the shots that they make with jello and cherries inside of it. Yeah, see, that's juvenile. <laughs> Nobody wants it's, uh, no, it's fun. It's no fun. refined man wants to drink that, my friend. You know how, how big of a hangover? That is true. You that know is how true. big of a hangover with all that sugars? Jesus Christ. Yeah, you got a point there. That's insane. I want scotch. Well, if we had our own party vodka. bus, we would have scotch. We wouldn't have the bullshit games. We would, we, it would be a fine bus. A fine bus? A fine dining, a... drinking bus all the way to Vegas. And no. would it be like, you know how you have like... Um, Chandelier. Don't take any offense. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like you have these food trucks, the Roach yeah. Coaches, yeah. Right. but then you've got the gourmet, gourmet food, food trucks. Oh, right, right. Exactly. You'd have a party bus, and then you'd have a party bus. Okay, yeah. There you go. You have to wear a monocle to get on this budget. <laughs> We're going to take that stripper pole out. We're going to put in a grand piano and have a lounge singer. You're going to get Richard Cheese on yeah. there. We're going to have like some bitch in like a red dress just oh, See, now you just lowered it. You no, said she was no. going to be a bitch. I'm sorry. Let me use period language. Some broad to get some broad, over there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's on the piano. Be like, high class. Out. We don't have bitches on this. We got mm-hmm. high class women. As long as she doesn't They're want me to bitches. fund my her fucking birth control. <laughs> that dumb slut, right? Yeah. Right. No. Well, well, you know, I went the other way on that too. One. They did say we were going to have paid bitches. <laughs> paid to do what? Huh? Yeah. Uh, right. I don't know. Prostitute. They're all on birth control. That's all that matters. There we go. Ninety-eight oh, percent right? no. of ninety-eight percent of them. <laughs> we're gonna get. We're gonna get the two. I love the other don't. argument on that one. I don't need any birth control because I use this new form of contraception. I pull it out and bust in her face. Wow! <laughs> wow! Hey, wait. Hey, did you hear? I, I don't know. Uh, I I heard a story on this that. Uh, I'm liberal. Uh, I promise. Uh, I heard a story. 
<laughs> I heard a story that off the record, and, and it's not in a book or, or on the rules, but NBA basketball stars oh, have yes. an unwritten law that uh, when they have sex on the road with uh, monogamously have sex with females, you take the condom with you. Take the condom yes. with you. Yes, yes, they teach you that. Be- because yes. the the women will grab the condom out of the trash or whatever and, and try to, and, and impregnate, try themselves to impregnate themselves. Yeah, yeah. or you could mm-hmm. do the Lycus way and put some Tabasco sauce in the condom before you dump it in the trash can. Ooh, that would burn. So you could hear yeah. them yelling. Ah! <laughs> that, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. You should you should adopt that, Rex. I will. I'll do yeah, that all should, the time. All right, all, all the time. Take Very the good. condoms with you, man. You just uh, come in her mouth and then shut her mouth and then do that draggy thing along her throat that you do with dogs when you want them to swallow pills. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> How about a whistle? You just like shake no. your head. I don't know. When I'm trying to get my dogs to eat their medicine or whatever, I wrap it in some cheese. So if you want to start wrapping yours in some cheese, you know, wrap my dick in cheese, or am I coming into cheese like a cheese croissant full of cream? You need to. You need, <laughs> you need to come inside of an aerosol can like cheese whiz, and then just. Oh, Put that in her mouth. dude! I'm pretty sure Japanese already have a fetish about that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Or you could, or, or you can do what's popular nowadays for school teachers: put it on a cookie, feed it. Oh, to oh. wow! <laughs> Jesus oh. I'm just saying. I'm just That's saying. So yeah. News is out there. That yeah. was horrible. Yeah. I think we need to go. No. <laughs> we'll end on that one. I'm that note. Hey, you got a blue spoon in your uh, no, kitchen there? No, 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 no. Plastic spoon? I, I thought I saw one in the, the drawer. So gross. Out there. That was so horrible. There, that's, <laughs> hey, you're that's, talking about places where to put it, Nick. Get people to eat it. Get the dogs to eat it. I'm sure the dog would eat the cookie. That's why I'm not even, I'm like for the death, I'm for worse than the death penalty. There should be like a, a death worse than I think you should, the death. You know how they always like trying to make the death penalty oh humane? No, I'm no. like, no, cover this guy in honey and strap him to an anthill. There like, you go. Fuck. Yeah. This, Jesus Christ. This, this That guy is... Yeah. Oh, there are certain God. people that deserve a worse, uh, worse death. Just like the worst possible circumstance. Absolutely. You need to waterboard him with his own cum. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. You give him wow. a waterboard bukkake and you yeah, send him to prison to make him like a bitch. Yeah, with cheese was can. There you yeah. go. <laughs> there you go. You can do whippets like Demi Moore. All right. Oh. All right, uh, I think it's uh, gonna get out of here. Is it time? Is it time already? It's, it's, I think it's time. I need oh, a shower for sure. Man. I was having after that <laughs> last couple minutes. I'm gonna go eat some cookies. Oh, Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this has been LCR. Uh, thank you for joining us. Let us know. Let us know what you think about it. You yeah, know, maybe, feedback, please. Your, feedback. Your, your information would be greatly appreciated. Until next time, I'm That's Adam. It. I'm Cowboy, and I'm Rex. Just don't understand It's going to be on me Cause I drift off into the night